0: Welcome to Psychoanalysis of Art, in which we look at paintings and we let them dream and we let them live in our imagination, and then we talk about what we saw when we gazed at the picture. Today we're looking at a painting from the 50s by Fernand Ledger called The Builders. It's a beautiful painting. Uh, it reminds me of those black and white uh, photographs from the 50s of men working on skyscrapers or on bridges very high up and it looks quite dangerous and scary but they're quite cheerful they're all sitting along a beam eating sandwiches uh, and you get the impression that these are very brave uh, hearty men and uh, there must have been a lot of that kind of work back then uh, working in dangerous situations doing very physical jobs, uh, all in the name of this rapidly um, increasing uh, progress and urbanization. And this painting is sort of a celebration of that. It always sets me off on a daydream of what it would be like to be one of these men working in such an exotic environment. I imagine the wind would be blowing on your skin and it would be sort of cold, but also you could feel the sun beating down on you and uh... you'd look around you'd see the horizon totally unencumbered by any other object and you'd feel quite exhilarated quite scared your heart would be beating you'd be short of breath and then you'd pick up your hammer or your screwdriver, and you would just have to sort of get on with it and uh you'd be going about your tasks and you might forget about your surroundings and then you'd look up and uh, have a brief remembrance of where you are and what a strange situation it is and then go back to your work and sort of go between these two states of awe, of being in the sky, being in the air and then sort of everyday banal going about your task, focusing on the work at hand. And uh, this is really what this painting is about, is these two different states being superimposed on each other. Um, It would have been quite strange to see work, physical work, carpentry, metal work, this stuff going on so high up in the air. And uh, it's still striking to our eye to see it occurring in this way. And I think the strange thing is because the sky has always occupied a place in our psyche of the supernatural and the divine. It's in the air. It's, uh, the sky is a heaven. And then to see these men working, uh, sort of bringing society to this sphere, bringing progress and capitalism and commerce to the, to the space of the skies is very odd. And uh, I like the poet E.E. E. Cummings, and it reminds me of a line of his which reads, working-class angels are shoveling light in heaven. And that's exactly the feeling that I get from this painting, where there's the very earthy, societal activity of construction, superimposed onto the sky, the realm of the supernatural, the heaven. And uh, it does two things. First of all, it ennobles the work of the men uh, to an almost angelic stage in which uh, they are doing somehow doing the work of God they're somehow bringing these two spheres together of earth and heaven and it also brings into question a little bit what would heaven be like uh, is there commerce in heaven? is there progress in heaven? is there a forward momentum? the two images are so different. One is of the earthly society, which has a forward momentum of uh, moving and changing and transforming itself through technology and construction. And heaven is this sort of static state of perfection which couldn't change by definition because uh, it must be perfect from the beginning. It also has an element of the Tower of Babel Uh, The Bible story in the Old Testament of the society who believed that they could make a tower that reached up into heaven. And there's that sentiment in this painting and in this mindset of that era in which there's no limit to the goal that urbanization and progress can reach and there's a sort of um blasphemy to it to build a building so high uh, when i was a teenager i did work on a worksite. Uh, it was this multi-story house that was in the framing stage so it was all timber and no plaster and there was heaps and heaps of guys working in this house and they were quite rambunctious, they were sort of full of energy they were swinging from the timber frames to get from one level to another and there was a lot of hooting and hollering and uh, I was amazed at the sense of fun and playfulness that they displayed in a place that was really a workplace, like I had been used to Seeing people work in offices uh, where the environment is very serious and uh, professional. But this was also a workplace, but it was so different. Everyone was laughing and joking and playing pranks on each other. So, work sites are really crazy places uh, where the The atmosphere is so different to any other work site and the office worker couldn't come close to it and they wouldn't be allowed into it anyway because it's it's for the working class. And in, in a lot of ways, throughout the 20th century where construction workers weren't paid that well, this was the consolation for the working class which is this entrance into a fraternity and a fellowship, which is really quite joyous and full of play and fun. And I imagine a lot of these men working in these positions, sort of going home to their nuclear family. Uh, and this is, the, their wife is there and their kids are there. And there's love, but this is the love of the woman. This is the family, the home, their wife and that holds great fulfillment but then they go to work the next day and they're on a construction site and uh, they're with the men that are their friends and that they uh, have fun with and the whole day is imbued with this fun and it's all going on next to this grand goal that everyone's working to attain, working hard and, and using physicality to achieve it. And this is really the place in which the love of man resides, the the fellowship of man, the fraternity between these males who are uh, sort of overly masculine, working with their bodies to achieve a a, a goal which is of the masculine mind, which is to have this enormous ambition of progress and skyscrapers and forward momentum into the future. There is a love there that is of man and between man. And there's another element of it which is sort of brings in the love between men. Uh, which is that there's an act of service in this construction and in this kind of work. There's a movie called Margin Call, which is really about men working together in a very different way. They're all stockbrokers. But one of the stockbrokers uh, says that he used to be an architect and he designed a bridge. And uh, he talks about this and, and basically talks about how many people Travel over this bridge in a day and how long it takes. And he calculates that the bridge has saved the people of those communities a combined 1,531 years of their lives not wasted in a car. And it really shows that something which seems as cold and impersonal as the construction of a bridge is, in fact, an act of service and an act of love uh, for one's fellow man uh, to sort of assist them and save them time and get them home to their families. Uh, and it brings in the love of, of, of this sort of work. And uh, I think a lot of paintings of this time um, coming out of the Marxist movement showed quite a similar aesthetic uh, depicting uh, landscapes of work and construction, but with quite a cynical gaze and one that, uh, that derided the construction and the progress. But Fernand Ledger is different. He looks at this construction and he sees the love in this work. And he loves the construction worker and he idealizes it and shows us this beautiful dream which is the love between men that they work with all in the act of a love for their fellow men in this act of service. And there's a quote of Fernand Ledger's which sort of supports the line of thinking that we're going down. He says the crudeness, variety, humour and downright perfection of certain men around me, their precise sense of utilitarian reality and its application in the midst of the life and death drama we were in made me want to paint we in slang with all its colour and mobility. And uh, this is really what we're seeing, which is that this admiration for these men, of precise sense of utilitarian reality. This is a, a creature of the 20th century coming out of the war with a great optimism and a great desire to shape reality. It is modernity. It is the desire to bring heaven and make it on earth and to combine these two things, to combine the ideal with the reality. There's one aspect of this painting which encompasses the whole theme of the image. So on the left side of the painting, there's this beam, which for no particular reason is multicolored. It's, a, it's three stripes of red, yellow and green. And so it's sort of like a rainbow, um, but not an arched rainbow as you would usually see it. This is a straight rainbow. It's still in the sky among the clouds and the, and the blue but it is dead straight. And so it is the idyllic heavenly conformed to the instrument of man. It's as if they got the rainbow and corrected it according to their level. It is heavenly brought under the capacity and the technological power of man in a way this painting gives us permission to idealize that which has been so long and so thoroughly criticized with the assistance of Fernand ledger we can walk through a city and look at these enormous skyscrapers and perceive them as an act of love and, and imagine that we are walking through a heaven which man has attempted to bring down to earth.